Hi everyone, welcome to Me Movement on the Mic. How to become the ultimate version of yourself through movement, mindset and health. I created the Me Movement on the Mic to help people realize that your life is so special and that you need it to address all aspects of your life to become the ultimate version of yourself. I am on a mission to provide you with tools to help you build a habit that sticks with you forever. So you don't have to worry about starting your fitness regime every six weeks and falling off again. I understand that life isn't just about going to the gym and having the best body in town, but also about great movement patterns, mindset, health, and community. So join me, Sally, as I help you filter through life to help you break free of that fitness stereotype and embrace you while still enjoying a gelato or two. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Me Movement on the Mic. My name is Sally and today we're going to talk about a topic close to my heart and hopefully close to your heart. Today's topic of the day is something that resonates with me. That's why I picked it. And I've experienced it and still do to some extent. Today's episode is what to expect when you begin your fitness regime. Why did I pick it? Well, let me just take you back not long ago. Uh, It was probably just before COVID 2020. uh, And I used to work at a gym and So before I went completely online, I used to work in a big box gym and I see many, many people, many people come in and out of the gym with really good intentions of just changing their life, you know, changing the way they look, um, changing the way they feel and, you know, everyone's really excited to begin. So I used to work in the gym, it was the busiest times at the gym throughout the year or busy for me, was February and March, just after New Year's and people kind of getting back into the routine. Uh, July, during the coldest month, people are just kind of realizing that um, they need to actually get up and move or get into some kind of routine. Or before when we could actually travel overseas, people were booking their holidays and thinking, right, I need to get into shape just before I leave. But that's not actually the case now, so let's forget about that reason. And October, just before, you know, the weather starts to warm up and people kind of, you know, you start to put on your clothes and go, hang on a second, that wasn't as tight. as That is quite tight and I don't feel comfortable. So, geez, I better do something about it. So, uh, yeah, what to expect when you begin your fitness regime? So, basically, people come in and these are the things that they want. It might resonate with you. Um, I've definitely felt that way when I when I first started, and sometimes when I kind of have a break and, and start again, or I'm kind of reassessing my goals. So they come in and people say, "Sally, I want to lose weight. Weight loss is a big thing." Okay, totally normal. Then one of the other 
factors that people come in and train is better sleep. Oh, I'm not sleeping well, you know, um, I find it really hard to get to sleep or I find it really hard, sadly, to wake up. Um, that's another big factor. To feel good as well. I'm not feeling myself. I don't feel good. I'm not fitting into my clothes. Or, you know, said someone said something to me the other day, I haven't seen a friend in a long time, and they said, wow, you look different. Or, you know, it's just um, someone might say something and, and you don't feel good, so you want to be able to feel good again. Feeling strong is another thing. People come into the gym or people want to begin their health and fitness regime because they want to feel strong again. They remember a time when they were fitter or stronger or younger, whatever you want to call it, and, um, you know, they, they felt felt stronger. Mental health is a massive, massive thing that I've, I've seen in the last few years. Um, people uh, are just, you know, exhausted uh, emotionally and mentally and they just need something to be able to manage that. And, yep, health and fitness is a great way to manage the mental health. And the last one I've got here is just to feel fit. So many times people have I've had a conversation with them and they just say, I don't feel fit, Sally. I'm like, what exactly does that mean? And they say, well, the other day I was walking upstairs and I realised at the end of the steps, you know, I felt puffed and it's like, dude, I shouldn't feel puffed. I'm still young. Or why am I feeling puffed? Or the other day, this is my phone, whoopsies. <laughs> the other day I... um you know, took my child for a walk and then I just had to sit down or I played a bit of basketball with my kid because I used to play basketball and, and I couldn't keep up. So that was a big, big thing, feeling fit again, you know. So those are the things that people come in when they start their health and fitness regime. And if you're just beginning your exercise regime or you're just like me where you're kind of getting back into it after a break, um, then this is definitely, this will definitely help you. So when we get into something new, there is definitely an expectation on us. Um, and sometimes I'm going to keep it real here because a lot of the times we as humans, we do this and I'm guilty of this too. Okay. Um, we make massive high expectations for us. We set the bar so high, which is great. It's awesome. And I do that too. However, it's kind of like if you don't get there, then you can't have it at all. So massive high expectations in a short period. For example, um, training five days a week for 45 minutes and, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get there. Um, and what usually ends up happening is people go from zero to a thousand. And when I say zero, it means you know they're not they're not walking, they're not even hitting you know, five thousand or four thousand steps, whatever. They're not you know you're working from home, you're sitting on your your your, your makeshift desk, and you're just not moving like you used to. So when you go from zero to a thousand, what do you think that's going to do to not only your body, but also your headspace? tired uh, you're hungry and you got to go to this place or you got to get up and train it's like you know what I'm just going to stick to doing nothing so massive high expectations in a short period of time and oh my goodness I've seen it so many times there's no progressive overload there's no 
Right, I'm going to start off with two sessions a week. I'm going to stick to that. If I can stick to that for four weeks, great. I'm going to incorporate another session and another and another um, until, you know, you come to that stage where you can train. Some people can train five days a week if you have the time. You don't necessarily have to. It's all about tailoring the workout, the program to your individual needs. Obviously, your needs, um, just the, just say the needs of, you know, I'm using an example of let's call her Jane who works um, nine to five. She, she, she used to work in the city, but because of COVID, she's working from home. She's got two kids. She drops them off at school. Um, you know, uh, sometimes she takes care of, uh, she goes and sees her mum. She's got different needs to, let's just say, um, a bodybuilding athlete who, um, you know, has a partner who travels interstate, let's just say, doesn't have any kids, you know, works nine to five, completely different needs. So I don't think the expectations for Jane would be for her to do double sessions a week or even five sessions a week, um, let alone the bodybuilder as well. So massive high expectations. And then we put into the mix huge amounts of cardio um, and a, a diet that you don't like and how you? How long are you going to stick to it? How long do you think you can stick to it? And what are your ideas of healthy eating? So, you know, I get the whole, I'm just going to eat broccoli and chicken because it kind of worked before, so I'm going to do that. The big thing is, yeah, keeping it real. Has it worked before? Yep, that's great. But what is working now? What is working now? So what worked for you when you, you know, five, six, seven years um, uh, six years ago would have been completely different to if you've just had kids, um, uh, you're a little bit older. Yeah, hormones change. Everything changes, definitely. So what used to work, not necessarily would work now. The second thing is if we don't hit it, if we don't hit that goal, we tend to think less of ourselves and motivation just just ends. Now, let that sink in. Has that happened to you before? You know, if you set a goal to lose, I'm going to use the generic, I want to lose five kilos in five weeks. So that's about a kilo a week. You know, in a, I think the ranges are either between half to a kilo, but sometimes life happens. Life happens. Um, you know, things, work happens. Sometimes we don't hit our goals in that week. So, you know, by the, the end of the five week, you know, you found that, geez, you only lost two kilos and you should have lost five. I'm going to give up on this. This is not working. So motivation definitely ends. And another thing is, and I've spoken about it before in the first episode, is you can't rely solely on motivation. I'm going to repeat that again. You can't rely solely on motivation with anything health and fitness and um, starting your health and fitness regime is one thing because where's the motivation when it's freezing outside, raining, um, you've had a big night with work, you're exhausted, the baby's crying. Do you think motivation is going to get you up? don't think so. I mean, it might in the first week, maybe, you know, 10%. If it does, wow, that's amazing but it certainly doesn't get me up. What gets me up is 
yeah, my alarm, but it's just the habit that gets me up. I just do it. I don't think. So motivation definitely does leaves leaves quite quickly. Um, and yeah, people tend to just go, oh, I'm hopeless. And then the negative self-talk begins again. And that's a cycle. The next thing about um, what you expect from your when you begin your fitness regime is take the time. Take the time to pick, pick the right gym, pick the right equipment, or even pick the right coach or trainer. Now, I know what you're thinking, oh, Sally, it's typical for you. You're going to say that you're a coach, you're a trainer. But no, you know, for me to get better at, you know, squatting, uh, performing a certain movement, there's so much information out there, YouTube, um, you know, podcasts, you know, books. It's great. It is great. But that's not tailored to you individually, you know. That's, um, you know, they, they try as much as they can in, in some really good you know, books, obviously, um, to explain things to you. But, you know, your interpretation of things could be completely different to my interpretation of things, okay? So, and you know what? To expedite the whole process, um, it's great to have some accountability because, as I said before, life happens, um, you know, and your coach knows, if you get a really good one, they know how to taper down programs, for you so you know if you're extremely tired if something has happened if you're you know you've just you just kind of had a kid and the kids are teething like I had one client at one stage you had two kids and um you know surely I didn't I couldn't expect her to turn up to every every um I've got had had a semi-private group session surely I didn't expect her to come into each session and, you know, be a 10 out of 10. And that's with a lot of people. So sometimes we used to change the program in accordance with, you know, how she felt, you know, if she's had enough sleep. Because you don't want to start something with, you know, not a good basis of information or foundations and then what happens is you tend to build on that and you think that you're doing the right thing, but for a very long time, you're not. And I'm saying this not just because I've seen that. I've done it. I've actually been like, you know, performing the wrong way in terms of movement until I got a coach who said, hang on a second, what you need to do is start with some stabilization exercises Um that's what you need. You're actually quite strong, but you need to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Now, if I had that at the beginning, in hindsight, I guess, I wouldn't have suffered from all these injuries. Now, it could have been ego or it could have been, you know, just not being aware and not knowing. And I think that's a big thing to because these trainers and these coaches have walked that path. That's why they're so good at what they do. You know, um, they've done everything for you and all they want to do is educate you, help you get to your goals quicker, more efficiently, safer, and just get that education out. So take the time to pick the right coach or trainer. Another big one uh, of what usually happens is when you follow a non-specific program off Instagram. Oh, my goodness. I've seen this so many times before. 
people in the gym or people who I've chatted to and you know I'm just going to pick it the big thing is those um, booty bands everybody just there was one time everyone just got a booty band and had, they had no idea why they did it or why they incorporated it into a movement if you're following someone and they have they don't give you the a reason in terms of why are they doing a specific movement or if you think it's unrealistic if you don't like that and you feel like a bit negative when you're watching them unfollow that unfollow them because that's toxic information in your head that's definitely definitely something to look at especially you know especially the social media we could definitely um, unconsciously just flick flick through and listen and watch and you know and and they filter they filter through our brain and you know one day we wake up and we're doing this thing we're doing we're saying or we're looking at ourselves in a different way and we're like why where did that thought even come from so be careful about what information you feed your brain because it could be a negative one it definitely could be moving on to the next uh, the biggest thing is the biggest thing out of all these, the biggest takeaway in terms of expectations and in starting your, your fitness, your health and fitness regime, whether you're going to the gym, jumping on a program online, getting a coach, starting something, even walking, is everybody does this. Throughout my years of PT and coaching, Everything, everyone thinks it just takes six weeks. So they label it with a six-week thing, blah, blah. And then it, that's it. It's forever forgotten. We've done it. I've done the six-week program and I'm done. Now, let that, think about that for a while. You know, like I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast, well, thank you very much, everybody. Appreciate you listening. Is very successful at what they do because I know because I just know that people who listen to this are driven, they want to be better, that's why you're educating yourself and you're listening to this. Um, did it take you just six weeks to get to where you are in terms of your work? Did you go to university? Did you get a certificate? Did you work yourself, did you work your way up in your the business? Do you own a business? I'm pretty sure all of you have just said no. No way, it did not take six weeks. So why is there an expectation that you're going to hit your dream health and fitness goal in six weeks? Why do we do that? Where did they even six weeks come from? Maybe it was a bit of a teaser. It's like, hey, come on, train, six weeks, come on, you can do it. Woo. Yeah, so it's going to take longer than six weeks. I'm sorry to break it to you. This is a long-term thing. It is a forever thing. It's not just six weeks can't be six weeks to a millionaire can't be six weeks to CEO hey do my six-week course become a CEO and earn billions of dollars no just like the health and fitness program it has to be consistent you have to tweak it and it definitely takes longer than the six-week name that someone's given it I hope that six sinks in I hope that you know maybe it hits a little bit of a nerve and you're like oh Sally's speaking some truth at the moment. So I'm not going to leave you just with that. I'm just going to, I'm going to give you actually my top tips to kind of get you through this because I think it's really important to acknowledge all these points that have come up um, 
that I've experienced myself, that I've seen many clients experience and they still experience it. Sometimes there's a little bit of a cycle and sometimes you just need someone to go, hey, hold on a second. I think it takes more than six weeks, girl. Man, dude, it takes more than six weeks to, to, to get to a better version of yourself. Am I right or am I right? Well, here are my top tips. I'm going to get to it right now. Number one, get a blood test. These are the top tips that you need to be doing, okay, when you start your, your fitness regime, okay? Get a blood test. Yes, yes. I know you're thinking, why am I getting a blood test? It's really important because not only um, is it a good way to see where your health markers are, but you can compare it and get one later. Because, you know, if you've got high cholesterol or low iron, that's going to affect your performance. That's going to affect, you know, you being able to train for X amount of time, you know. And then, you know, if you need to get any kind of blood test and, and, and get some hormones tested, then by all means, then you can rule out any kind of issue. Okay, because a lot of the times people have come and they said, oh, I've got, I think I've got a hormone issue. And I said, well, how do you know that? Uh, I just know. No, you just don't know. You need to get uh, a form of measure. Uh, and blood, blood pressure reading is also really important too. To, uh, I think I did like a month or so where I, I tested my blood pressure every day in the morning. And it's amazing, like when my blood pressure was quite low, um, I felt, I felt okay. I felt good. I thought I could push myself. And then some days, I don't even know why it was higher. I was still within normal range, but just a little bit higher. And it could have been that I didn't sleep properly. I had a bit of a stressful night. All that definitely matters. Okay. So get a bit blood test. Number one, number two, ah, it's going to take longer than you expected. I'm going to break out and dance. Life happens. Things happen. You know, uh, you go out one weekend. Ooh, the next day, you, you don't feel that great. Sometimes you get sick. Like I got sick um, the year before. I remember it was terrible. I just got sick. Maybe it was a pre-pre-COVID. I don't know. It was just the worst cold, the worst thing. I mean, in that week, honestly, I didn't eat much. I think I ate just cereal. And within that week, I think I lost about three or four kilos. And no way under this earth was I going to train. I was walking up the stairs and I felt tired and dizzy. So these things are going to happen. It's going to take a long, longer than you expect because life happens. Number three, I've mentioned it before with the expectations. Unfollow anyone on Instagram that is unrealistic. If you see that every picture, they're looking mint, beautiful, perfect, glazy, and your hair looking like every other person, just turn it normal to look like normal people. And if it's not um, helping your mental health, please get rid of it now. This is the time. Pick up your phone. Open the Insta. Open TikTok. Open Facebook, whatever, and unfollow. Don't need to unfriend. Unfollow. You don't need to see that stuff. Number four, pick movements that you enjoy and can maintain long term. I'll tell you what. I don't like running. I'm not a runner. These uh, legs aren't made for running. That's just not what they do. It's true. So I'm not going to run. Like I might do some heel sprints. I might do a short run if I'm feeling it. 
but I ain't gonna run because I don't like it and I know I'm not gonna stick to it because I'm just gonna make every excuse under the sun to stop running. So please guys, not everybody needs to run. I mean, I asked one client once, like, what do you do for exercise when I first was assessing him? And he said, oh, I run. Da, da, da. I was like, okay, cool. You like running? No. No. What do you mean, no? Why are you running for? Oh, that's just what you do. I thought that's what you do. No, 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 no. Don't do the things that you're not going to last on. Get rid of it. If you enjoy it, by all means, go for it. But again, health and fitness is long term. Number five is my five. Final one, and I mentioned it before, get a coach. And number one, get good foundations first. Why? Because you're going to learn great techniques, okay? Yeah, you're going to invest in it. Um, You're going to learn great techniques. There is an investment, definitely. There's a low chance of injury, and you're going to be more specific in your guidance. More specific in your guidance, guys. And that's it. That's what to expect when you begin your fitness regime. You know, it's definitely going to take time. It's definitely going to be hard. You know, you're going to turn around sometimes if you're at the gym and you're going to be like, whoa, that person is doing a great job. But you don't know when that person began, how long their journey has been. You know, you don't know their mental health. You don't know nothing. So next time you hit the gym or you hit the park and you're training, you um, don't. Don't look at someone else and think, oh, you're better than me or you're fitter than me. Maybe they're fit, maybe, but you don't know how long they've been doing it for, okay? And I guarantee you this, they they haven't been doing it just for six weeks. They haven't been doing it for just six weeks. They've been doing it for quite some time. And that, kids, is what to expect when you begin your health and fitness regime. Be kind to yourselves, you know, start it now. If you're not quite sure how to start, you can listen to my first episode, okay, where I, you know, guide you and help you, you know, create those habits first because remember it's definitely habit building. I wanted to keep this podcast short. It is my second one. Oh, I've gone over, but I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. This is... um episode sorry this is episode two of me movement on the mic if you'd like this please let me know um if you need any help you know if you can find me on instagram uh if you have any questions you can always email me admin at me dash movement.com my name is sally thank you so much for joining me today i shall see you soon bye now